Want to know what it takes to restore your life? We are Chris and Beth Bruno, and we lead a team of brilliant story work counselors around the country, all committed to helping you come alive. We call it the Restory Approach. So if you're a story explorer, kingdom seeker, or just a day-to-dayer, you've come to the right place. Welcome to the Restory Podcast. This fall, we've been talking about what we mean by the Restory Approach, and we launched this new name of the podcast early September, and we started talking about the Restory Universe. And that was just a fun way for us um, this past year to start to bring into more cohesion all of the things that we do. And that even though we talk on this podcast primarily about the intersection of psychology and theology and how it plays out in our work at Restoration Counseling, we actually spend a lot, have spent historically a lot more time, you and I, Chris, talking Mm -hmm. about parenting. Mm -hmm. And when it comes to stages we're on and content we're producing, much of it has been around parenting. We both have books around parenting and mini courses and actually podcasts that preceded this one, the Fierce and Lovely podcast, which I started three years ago, and the No Regrets podcast that is a private podcast for members of your fatherhood community. And so there's just a lot under the Restory universe that has the same ethos, the same heart, the same perspective as it applies to the various stages we find ourselves in life. And we thought we would really dive in this month um, into what it looks like to have a storied approach to parenting, because that really is our... It's our origin story. It's where we started in the Restore universe. Yes. And so when it comes to kind of having that perspective around who we are as mothers and fathers, we want to start this week by encouraging all of us to to really think about how it starts with us. Yes, with us as parents. Us as parents. And with you as parents. Us as men and women. Yes, as fathers and mothers. The parenting journey is not about the children. The parenting journey starts with you as a man, you as a woman, you as a father, you as a mother, and what your story has been so far before the child even came into existence, before they were born into the world, they were born into a story that was already being written in and through you. And and as we talk about the Restory journey, particularly with regard to parenting, we have to start there. Right. And I think that is the kind of the reverse of what so many of us um, the, the path that so many of us find ourselves on as parents, we're, we're thrust into this. You know, we, we walk into the hospital one way and we leave and life is never the same. We have this child and now we have this whole new role and we start to absorb. How many books can we read about how many things? And we start to, to kind of enter into how do we raise this, this human and how do we do it the best way that we can? And our, and our focus is so entirely on that human and not mucking it up. And not on us, though. And we don't realize years yeah. into their childhood, particularly when <laughs> they start, you know, late adolescence, early teen, like we have 
memories of being that age and we start feeling pricked and prodded and triggered and we realize, oh, there's something else present in this mm-hmm. space. There's something more than just this child and who he or she is at this point. And we've slowly kind of stumble into realizing that our own story mm-hmm. matters. Mm-hmm. But what if, what if we could prepare parents even before they have children to start attending to kind of their childhood stories so that they are more prepared. So this this series is really for all of us, whether you have children or not, um, whether you ever intend to have children, we are all called to mother and father the planet, right? The, the human race um, to do so as God did to us. So this is for all of us. Yes. So one of the things that we just did recently was we also led a a marriage conference with some friends of ours and it was called story of your marriage. And one of the most terrifying quotes that we had in the marriage conference was that, uh, a child's first reality is their parents unconscious. And that, that is, uh, both you know, causes us to pause for a moment and just go, what does that even mean? But the, the child's first reality is what is being lived out in the unconscious of the parent because the parent is absorbing them into all the things that are happening in, uh, in their inner world, in their ways of being, in their ways of interacting, in their attachments and all that in the parent's world. That's how the child is learning how to be a human is through the lens and in interaction with the, the parent. And therefore, as we are parenting, can we take what is unconscious in us and bring it into the conscious? Can we be aware of those things that are happening inside of us so that we can actually write the story that is intended to be written and we want to write in the lives of our kids, uh, you know, with, like I just said, intention? Is that from you, that quote? I wish I was that brilliant. It's not from me. It's from a guy named Louis Cozzolino. Okay. Yeah, I, lo- I love that. And I love that. Just that way of understanding how much of our story the child inherits, like long before mm-hmm. they even have, you know, have their own conscience. So when we think about the restory approach, when it comes to parenting, from this perspective of the story within us is actually forming the story of our child. It's important for us to attend to those parts of us inside of us in the story that is living with us, and so. You've put some thought to this. You've put some structure to what does it mean for us to have a journey into our story? And you've done this particularly for moms. I think it applies to dads as well, but you've called it the the mom story journey. Mm-hmm. And I'd love for you to unpack that for us mm-hmm. today. Yeah. Well, it's, it's all available in a mini course that lives on the Fierce and Lovely uh, website. And it was a way to, to help women understand the journey that I think we go through um, in recognizing our story and then our story as it is present in our parenting, in the kitchen, when we're arguing over food or over messes or over whatever, you know, like in the bedroom at night when we're debriefing the day and, and it is there, our story is there. And so what is that journey? How do we go from being completely unaware to being really very aware and integrated and parenting out of an understanding of our story? And so I put some language around that 
five different stages that we go through. Um, the first is really that kind of unaware stage where we are incredibly protected. Um, let's say we are parenting a, a tween, a 12-year-old girl as a mother, a 12-year-old boy as a father, and there is, there's starting to be interactions and we are responding in certain ways and we tend to view at this point, at this stage, most of the problems and issues are the child's. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's external, it's outside of us. Mm-hmm. And we are, in terms of being aware at all of where our story might be at play, we're incredibly protected and shielded and, and not willing, not able. I wouldn't say not willing, not really even able, because we don't yet fully understand and have words for that. Um, and so it's all about the child. The issues that are happening, the way we're interacting and and our relationship is more about the child than it is about us. Does that make sense? Yeah, completely. And so you're protecting your own self and projecting the issues to be all about the child. Yes. Yes. Right? Yes. And so we begin to move from that stage into the next stage when we can recognize that maybe it's not all about her. Yeah. It's not yeah. all about him. Maybe there's something else here. Yes. And that's when we go to stage two, which is curious. That's when we can even just start to ask and wonder with curiosity, what, why do I feel this way? Why am I responding so, so over the top? in this particular situation, with this particular conversation, but I, I don't with others. We, we just start to be a little bit more curious about ourselves in those interactions and, and realize it's, it's not, there's something else going on here, right? And that stage can, can be really short and it can be really long, mm-hmm. um, but it's so crucial to moving on to the next stage, which is processing. And processing is where oftentimes we actually need outside assistance. Maybe that's a great book. Maybe that's a, a friend who is a little further down the, the road. And maybe that's a counselor. But it's a stage where we, we go from curiosity and we take more of a deep dive. And we really start to think about and, and wonder and ask ourselves and, and really try and go back in time, right, to see what were some of those shaping childhood narratives that are at work here, that are coming out, that are oozing and leaking in these spaces with my child. Um, and so that that also can, can take quite some time. I just think about the the stages of your child's growth and development when they're you know, an infant and two and three and four and five, and as they grow, they're, they're like a mirror to us. And so what we see in them reminds us, even in that subconscious kind of way, of our own stories, and they do things, or we interact with them, and they interact with us in ways that remind our, our you know, our memories, but then also just our body memory of what it felt like or didn't feel like in the interaction with our parents. And that's what you mean by triggers. That's Mm -hmm. what you mean by those, the processing of the experience that's happening, that when you are cuddling your little, you know, girl or boy, 
there's going to be something inside of your body that remembers being cuddled or not. And when you're, you know, eating around dinner time and what happens at the dinner table with your child, their interaction with food is going to trigger something in your life from what it was like for you at your childhood dinner table. And so that's what you mean by this this curiosity is just slowly becoming more, you know, aware of those things and then the processing is how have those experiences that I've had taken up residence in my life and whether I'm aware of it or not, I need to be because it's going to leak out in their in the relationship with the child. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yes. So the next stage is what you've called empathetic. Mm-hmm. What do you mean? Well, I mean that as long as processing takes, and, and I would not say, let me be clear, I am not saying we're processed and then that's it's one it. and done. One yeah. and done. Move on. Um, honestly, this is a stage that is, the, in fact, the way I've created the, the actual diagram to help visually understand this is it's very swirly <laughs> <laughs> because I think that we go in and out of these mm-hmm. stages throughout our lives, mm-hmm. depending on the story that we're working on, depending on, you know, the stage that our child is in and what they're evoking in us. And so we maybe have processed one particular story, the food story, mm-hmm. the lack of nurturing story, right? And so if we can process that and move forward, we move into empathetic, which is this ability to offer empathy to our younger self that in turn offers it to our child. Mm. So if I mm-hmm. can get to a point where I can offer my 12-year-old self empathy, then I have a whole lot more of it to give to my 12-year-old daughter. Right. And that little shift right there, that key is so important for intentional parenting, for present parenting. Uh, and it's something that, again, makes it not all about the child it makes it about something inside of you so that you can offer more to your child mm-hmm. so that you can be more present to your child because you're not as protected or triggered or whatever as as you might have been yes yes it's beautiful yes and it's the turning point because the last stage vulnerable is um, really it's it's a choice and it's a gift because it's it's the thing that we then offer our children, that really helps them grow and develop into emotional intelligence. Mm -hmm. We get to decide, and and this depends on the age of our kid and the particular story, but we get to decide to invite them in to that story, that narrative, and how we have restoried it, Mm -hmm. how we've been able to, to go back and offer empathy to that younger self. And we get to kind of coach our kids through that process, not only helping them understand, oh, that's why this interaction always goes this way, mom, right? Not, not only helping them to understand our actual present day relationship, but helping them learn how to give empathy to us mm-hmm. and for us to receive that mm-hmm. from them. And that vulnerability is so beautiful. Mm-hmm. It is such a gift to our kids mm-hmm. because they're going to grow up, they're going to have their own story journey. They're going to go through their own kind of all of these stages for themselves, for various stories that we are a part of, but they're going to have language. Mm -hmm. 
-hmm. they're going to have a paradigm through which to view themselves. Mm -hmm. Um, I love that I'm already seeing our 15-year-old talk this way, Mm -hmm. right? I'm already hearing her. And I don't want to say there's psychobabble because she's growing up in a house with a (laughs) psychologist. It's more that she is already learning how to metabolize experiences through through an emotional you know nuanced lens and come out with an interpretation mm-hmm. it's crazy well and it, and it's that vulnerability of us as parents being able to articulate our story that's helping her articulate hers mm-hmm. to be vulnerable with herself i mean you just said a moment ago about uh, can we offer empathy to our own little boy or little girl so that we can then offer empathy to the child. Well, as they see us do that, then they're going to grow up empathizing for their own self. Mm-hmm. And that's what we're seeing yes. in our 15-year-old. Yes, right. Um, so it's just, it's such a mutual gift. And I think that it's that stage that really leads to the connected mother-daughter, mother-son, father-daughter, father-son relationship that we long for as parents. We long for that. And so often we get stuck in this stage, these stages of teenagers, especially, right? And all we see are their issues and their problems and their ways of engaging. And when we can move through these stages as a parent, as the adult, and come to this one, the vulnerable stage, I have seen connection Mm-hmm. happen be birthed mm-hmm. i've seen relationships change mm-hmm. i've seen i've watched it happen visibly on screen in some of my community gatherings i have watched transformation yes between mothers and daughters and i've watched trust be rebuilt i've watched um, a sense of safety develop i've watched connection right before my eyes yeah and I do think it is partially, it is largely because mom is moving through these stages herself. Yes, yes. So this is all part of uh, a mini course called the Mom Story Journey, and uh, maybe you can tell us again where people can find it. Fearsonlovely.org. Mm-hmm. Uh, mini courses. There's yeah. actually quite a few. This is actually not my favorite. We're going to talk about my favorite next week yeah. um, as it comes comes to parenting from a completely different paradigm yes. than what I read in yes. all the parenting books, yes. raising my young kids. So I can't wait for the, for next week when we dive into that one, but fierceandlovely.org and it'll be in the show notes as well. Yes. All right. We'll see you same time, same place next week. Thanks for joining us today on the Restory podcast. To learn more about my work with moms, head over to fierceandlovely.org. There you can take the Mom's Story Journey Assessment, find the corresponding mini-course, and learn more about other resources I've created for women. If you're a dad, don't feel left out. Chris founded Restoration Project 11 years ago with the goal of raising up intentional fathers. At restorationproject.net, you can find all the books, experiences, and a private podcast community called No Regrets that we talked about. As always, we're here to help you craft a storied life that is worth living. Join us next week as we continue on in storied parenting.